love like? Do you love life? Does your life shine like a light in the dead of night? And when you make a mistake, do you feel alright? Does it feel sometimes like you're trying to find the power within yourself to do what's right? Well, don't forget that we got Hello and welcome to the All Things in Common podcast. We are a podcast of conversations among friends on life, love, community, and the impact of the gospel. Each episode, we will explore important topics of human flourishing or languishing and how the good news of redemption can shape our perspectives. My name is Wesley. And my name is Christopher. It is good to be with you on here today. It is good to be with you. It's good to be back after a brief hiatus. Um, and I hope that you have all enjoyed your uh, time. I would like to say time off, but we were the ones that had the time off, technically. But anyway, uh, if you've noticed, uh, we are going to be doing things a little bit differently. Um, we have intro music. We are no longer recording live, so we're able to... Um, have a little snappier editing. Um, and if you've noticed, our topic for today comes with the title, What is Love? Baby, don't hurt me. Baby, don't hurt me. No, no more. And uh, the reason we come up with that title is because we are going to talk about having compassion over judgment. In other words, understanding what is the love of God. All I want to say is, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, man, it's a great topic. Uh, welcome back, Wesley. Good to be with you, brother. Good to be um, with you. Yeah, so I think this is such an important topic for the time that we're in now because I think that many people just misunderstand um, what the love of God is and what love is in general. We spoke about this probably a couple of weeks ago um, about how... Uh, Eros, you know, romantic love gets conflated with every other kind of love. And for many people, that's the only kind of love uh, that they think is valid, right? It right. sounds strange, but I have met people, I promise. Or at least it's the greatest love. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, and so, uh, and we've met people on, and, you know, and all those, all those camps. And so I think that if we begin to really understand what uh, God's love is, what biblical love is, uh, we can then begin to love each other better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think that it affects two sides of us, right? I think, well, I, don't wanna, I say two sides, but really it's a matter of affecting the in, internal and external um, way of our own love. Uh, internally, that looks like how we view ourselves, how we view our relationship with God and also how we receive love in general from other people. Externally, it's about how we give, right? What does it look like for us to give love in light of how God loves? Um, and I want to start with the internal side of things. Uh, so with the self, with, with understanding love for ourselves, And self-love is something that is, especially um, today, uh, highly touted. It is um, something that you see on all the social media platforms. A lot of people are talking about this. Um, but I would um, like to add in caveat, when I say self-love, uh, we can only um, receive love from God, right? Um, the way we love, quote unquote, ourselves is more about letting go 
of requiring love of ourselves, mm-hmm. right? So um, to me, with the self, it's a matter of um, grounding your ourselves in love that is already there for us, not learning how to love ourselves, but understanding the love that's already there. Um, not because of anything that we are doing, anything that we have done, um, but because of who God is. Um, and that comes also with understanding why we better ourselves. I don't better myself by judging my past self. I don't better myself by hating my current self. Um, I better myself because God loves me and because I want to live into the love that God has for me. Um, Romans 8 says, There is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do, by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and to deal with sin, he condemns sin in the flesh, so that the just requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. The law is fulfilled, and we walk according to the Spirit, and that Spirit is the Spirit of love. Yeah, that's interesting. I find, Wesley, when you're talking about this internal piece of um, loving um, ourselves, it seems as though um, many people fall off of uh, one side or the other of the horse, I guess. The proverbial love horse? Love horse? Sure. Let's call it that. Um, So on the one side, you have people who um, uh, absolutely, you know, kind of despise who they are. Right. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of self-loathing and uh, they don't see value in themselves. And then on on the other side of the, the love horse, you have people who are absolutely wrapped up in themselves um, and it becomes a, a place where they're conceited, you know, right. um, they're self-involved, they're, they're uh, navel gazers, if you will. Um, and both, I think, um, miss the point of what love is. One doesn't recognize it in the first place and the other has a distorted view of self-love, right? Mm-hmm. Um and the interesting thing about it is um, I was listening to a podcast. I was listening to a podcast. Yes, hey. podcasters listen to other podcasts. <laughs> I sometimes cheat on our podcast, Wesley. The opinions expressed in this podcast by Christopher <laughs> do not reflect the opinions of the executive producers of All Things in Common podcast. <laughs> and they great. are his own. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Um, it was a podcast by, um, a guy named Frank Turek, who's a Christian apologist. Mm. And, um, he said something that just kind of reaffirms, uh, what I've just kind of like known for a long time in that what evil is, is actually, uh, not a thing in itself, uh, but a distortion of a thing. Actually, um, uh, what is my uh, William Lane Craig actually says a, has says a very similar thing. Uh, so you know how does evil come in? Well, it's distorting a thing that's already created because evil can't you know be a created thing. Um, and when I find like people like loathing themselves, they're distorting the, their own image, distorting the value that they see in their own lives. Mm-hmm. Um, that's 
you know, they're beautifully and wonderfully made uh, and that image is distorted in them. But then again, on the other side of the love horse, and I, we probably need to figure out a different term for it. Um, <laughs> the love fence? The love fence. See, but that sounds like it's separating people from the love. We got to figure this out. Uh, the love uh, scale. The love scale. The love scale. Wait a minute. What about the love seesaw? Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Like, whatever. Um, The analogy. (laughs) The love analogy. The the love seesaw. I'm going to go with that. All right. Um, So on the other side of the love seesaw, you have people who are um, so wrapped up in a kind of, quote, unquote, uh, love for themselves. that it actually turns out to be another kind of distortion, a distortion mm-hmm. where um, only they are the only ones that matter. Um, yeah. And, and, and both hurts them, right? Yeah. And I mean, yeah, in both cases are a matter of self-focus, right? Again, what is self-love? Um, it, the source of that love, if it is yourself, that's just what happens, right? And it's really hard to find balance in a love that is based on yourself because we, with our very, um, you know, being dual minded, our cast to and fro at the way, like the waves of the sea, uh, we are not consistent. We aren't constant. So if, if the goal is to, to, to find a constancy of love, the source of that can't be ourselves because how I view myself is entirely dependent of what I just did. Or what I just, or what I did in the past, or what I think I'm going to do moving forward. That's right. And you know, again, when we don't see rightly God's love in our life, then we're tempted to, you know, rely on what we see in the past or the things that we brought up, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, really, you can start many different places. I think with looking at the love of God. Um, but how about we go to old tried and true that. Uh, everybody knows. No, it's not Austin three sixteen as some wrestling fans may may have you to believe. Um, it's actually uh, Saint John, uh, the third chapter in the sixteenth verse. Mm-hmm. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him wouldn't perish. They were they weren't going to die, mm-hmm. but they would have everlasting life. Now, once you have that kind of basis for love, whoa, the world opens up to you. Why? Because you realize on one side of the fence, or one, one side of the love seesaw. The love seesaw, yeah. That um, you are so valuable, so loved, that God gave his only son mm-hmm. to come and rescue you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then on the other side of the, the love seesaw, you see, wait a minute, there's a love greater than what I'm showing to myself. Mm-hmm. There's a love that's um, giving from the Father. There's a love that's, that's sacrificial. Um, people, somebody who's willing to die for me, for my life, mm-hmm. uh, willing to give their life in exchange for mine. So I think when you begin to uh, really ground love, your thoughts about love um, in God, I mean, again, you can do it. You can start in uh, uh, John 3.16, you can go to First John, you go a lot of different places. Um, but once you really understand what the love of God is, it really prevents you 
uh, from being too far gone on uh, either side of the seesaw. Now, I don't know if the seesaw is east and west or north and south. I don't know how that works, but you get the, the yeah. analogy. Yeah. No, that's good. And that just reminds me uh, that, you know, while our faith depends upon the resurrection, for me, uh, it wasn't the resurrection that brought me to Christ. It was the death of Christ. It was his death. Um, the fact that Christ died is what brought me. Because um, I, being, you know, uh, at least approaching it, approaching the idea of faith in an intellectual way when I was in college and not a Christian, um, it wasn't until it hit me, like, all that his death was, the suffering that it was, and how unnecessary that death was for himself. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. He did not need to die. Not for himself. That's right. That was something, yeah, he 100% chose to do. That's right. And that is what ultimately, that's ultimately what turned my heart to Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that helps us keep in Mm -hmm. mind, like we spent a lot of time talking about the self, like how does it affect our outward love of others, right? Um, Understanding that Christ died, like what it means to me that Christ died for me. Mm -hmm needs to affect how we understand others how christ loves others the same with the same love uh with which he loves me wait you mean like people who are not in our same political party or political affiliation jesus loves them too that uh, yeah 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 you know i had to think really hard about that one okay 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 yeah uh People who like the Star Wars sequel trilogy and people who like the prequel trilogy. <laughs> okay, this is a side note. Recently, I've like I have people who've been like kind of get me into the Star Wars kind of thing. Yeah, I like it. It's fun. The weird kind of thing though is this this weird like amalgamation of like the Force being like I don't know. I'm not even gonna get there. We're gonna go off. We're gonna go off. <laughs> okay. We're gonna go off. <laughs> yeah yeah that's great yeah because so like kind of what you were saying was like okay so um you know we kind of deal with like the internal but then like you were saying okay so then so then what mm-hmm. what what are the kind of external responses right um and to me like i just don't think that there's any other valid response um to being loved than to love back mm-hmm like there's just no and and it's not that you know you feel like guilt about because sure you can't love out of guilt because I think one of the things that I think um we forget about what love fundamentally is is a choice, and just how um you said how that brought you to to Jesus mm-hmm. that he didn't have to die um uh for his own self, he yeah. was in perfect. Communion yeah. with the Father and with the Holy Spirit. But he chose to uh, uh, die on our behalf, mm-hmm. right? So ultimately, it's choosing the best thing for the person that you actually love, which is what I think so many people miss. And I, and me, myself, um, you know, at times you miss when you think um, about how you love people. Like, mm-hmm. what is the best for them? Because I think that... Um, I fall on the side of the seesaw where it's like, I think, oh man, it's about me. But guess what? It's not about me. My love 
um, should be about others. Mm-hmm. And even in this, and I'm going to bring up something controversial, Wesley, so get the... Oh, boy. We, we need sound effects on this show. Do you realize that? We need like a controversial like horn or something. Out of our budget. Oh, okay. Uh, we need to get a patron going. We need to get what? a budget. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, without... But without a a budget without money is <laughs> daydreaming. But we'll, <laughs> we'll figure it out. Hand hand Patreon, future Patreon people, um, uh, which is thinking that, um, yeah, that that love is about you, mm-hmm. um, and your own personal rights, your own personal freedoms. And we just come out of this time, and this is the controversial part. We just come out of time. Well, I find people who claim to be Christians are some of the most unloving people um, that you can that you can almost imagine. Mm-hmm. Because what did Jesus do? Jesus was in perfect unity um, in the Trinity in heaven before he became incarnate in the Virgin Mary. Yeah. Um, but what did he do? He left his prerogatives in heaven and came down to be born. Uh, of a virgin and be subject to, you know, yeah. the things that we have to go through. And he didn't have to. Why? He gave up his own um, freedom in some ways. He gave up right. um, his own, you know, ways in some way. And what did he do? He relied wholly on the father mm-hmm. um, uh, to be his leader, his guide, all sort of kind of stuff. And so for us to act in any other kind of way that our own freedom, and I'm not saying that I'm, you know, uh, faultless in this, sure. um, because of course there are times when me, myself, Christopher, yep. um, when I put myself in front of um, uh, other people, and you know what I need to do? Repent and turn to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, because it makes me think, because um, usually the reason is, well, there's, like that person did such a wrong thing to me, right? Which again, is a self-focused mm-hmm. um and and it's an understandable reaction. Like, yeah, I I was wronged. It hurts. Mm-hmm. Hurt people hurt people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But again, if we turn to the love of Jesus, one, we're not reliant on how others treat us to feel, um, to feel valued and and loved mm-hmm. because our love is sourced in a constant and overflowing love from mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Um. And two, we can see in Jesus how he loves and that while he was being crucified, while he's being nailed to wood uh, through the flesh in, in, in excruciating pain, right? He says, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. As he's hanging, he still tells the thief on the cross that asks to be remembered, simply to be remembered. Surely. Today, you will be with me in paradise. Now, if that's not love, Wesley, and if you can't ground your love in that kind of love, I just wonder how deep our love, and I'm not going to question um, um, people's love, um, but I think that we all, all of us, need to be, begin to question ourselves and the love that we show. Like, mm-hmm. the things that we do when we interact with other people, when we interact with, you know, with ourselves, are we doing the most loving things 
um, for us and for everyone that we come in contact with, right? Um, and again, not because we feel like, uh, you know, we feel guilty about it, not because we're trying to earn brownie points for heaven, because that's nonsense. There's nothing we can do to work our way uh, into yeah. salvation only through the shed blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do this because we want to grow more and more in the likeness and the love of God, right? And we can't, there's just no way we can grow more in actual love, in actual real love, in tangible love, unless we grow in God. Why? Bible says, guess who's love? God is love. Mm-hmm. And there's just no way we can grow deeper in that yeah. without God. Yeah. And we have to understand who God is and who he calls to himself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, none can come to the Father unless he calls him, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know who God calls to himself? Mm-hmm. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy mm-hmm. laden. And I will give you rest, right? Mm-hmm. Take my yoke upon you, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Mm-hmm. That's who it. he calls. I love it. I love it. That's that's like one of my favorite. That's like one of my favorite verses because it just like for those who, because you have to think about this. Come to me, all who are heavy laden. That means people got burdens on them. Some burdens placed by themselves. A lot of people burdens from other people placed on them and they're weary and they're hurting um, and they want to find um, somebody to love them. And Jesus says, come. Uh, This past Sunday, um, uh, the preacher spoke about um, uh, uh, the love of God and and James and how we, you know, respond to the gospel. Mm -hmm. And he talked about his work with um, a mission in town here mm-hmm. and how uh, one of the young ladies in this mission, um, she was abused. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was in a world of prostitution put there by her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And she thought at that time that the only relief that she can get was by death. Wow. Mm-hmm. Until she met Jesus. Mm-hmm. Now, Wesley, that makes me feel like preaching. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to, but I feel like it. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus is the one that turns lives around with his love that he first loved us with. Yeah. And then it, there's just no way that our response, for people who truly are in love with Jesus, there's no way that our response can be yeah. um, us hating other people. Matter of fact, I won't get into the details um, of my own personal story. Uh, and this is not a pat on my back, but it just shows you what Jesus does. Um, I went through a situation um, uh, with a former employer where I could have taken some action. Mm-hmm. But for certain reasons, I put my prerogatives aside so that God can be glorified. Mm-hmm. God can be magnified. Yeah. Now, in my own will, could I do that? No. Only in God's love. Mm-hmm. Only in God's love. Because it doesn't make any sense in our own will. That's the thing. Like, it doesn't make any sense to love the way God calls us to love if God doesn't already love us with that love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Exactly right. 
Well, I mean, so then I guess the question is, what difference does this make in our lives? And I think, Wesley, we've been kind of, you know, circling around the bases for this entire episode, but haven't quite hit home yet. I think just one of the just like fundamental um, things that we can take away from this Mm -hmm. is that uh, uh, if Jesus gave his life for us, Mm -hmm. um, how then do we respond to others? Now, the Bible says um, that while we were yet in sin, Mm-hmm. While we were, when we had our backs turned to him, right. when we were doing all manner of evil, when we weren't even thinking about him having our own fun and our own lives and going about our business, um, that Jesus died for us. Not because we were so good, not because, you know, we had it together, uh, not because we're handsome, <laughs> but because, but because he loved us. Um, he was willing to die for us while we were yet in sin. And so for us, um, from the God who first loved us, mm-hmm. how can our response not be one of love mm-hmm. if we actually if we actually love God? Matter of fact, again, um, I've read where in some wise place where uh, it says, how can you say that you love God, but then you don't love your brother? Mm-hmm. This and of course, again, we're talking about this like sacrificial, um, uh, others serving kind of love, right? Because again, you know, and, and I hate, and I feel like I've given this this example like a million and two times, but I feel like I just have to give it one more time for this for this episode. You know, um, if in fact there are two siblings that are outside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, then, and, you know, mom and dad goes in and say, hey, listen, um, you guys can play here in the driveway where it's safe, but don't go out into the street uh, and we'll be back. Well, they go inside. The two siblings are playing around. The ball goes into the street. The one younger sibling goes out to get the, the ball. Now, what's the loving response of the older sibling? Is it to just let the person go out and do whatever they want to in the in danger? Or is it to say, Hey, mom and dad said it's dangerous out there. Now, I've not been in the street before, so I can't tell you, you know, how dangerous it is. But I can I can tell you that they said it's dangerous and they know it better than they have more wisdom than both of us combined. Mm -hmm. And so to me, I can't see how the loving response couldn't be. Hey, brother, don't or sister, don't go out into the street. Mm -hmm. Um, Stay here in safety and wait for mom and dad to come back. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes we don't know, and I think that's the that's one of the harder parts about love. Um, sometimes the loving response is to do, even though you don't know why. That's the way it is. Exactly right. Yeah, and rely on the people, and rely on the people, the person, mm-hmm. um, and then, in fact, the God who is whose thoughts are way above our thoughts. Absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree. Um, and thank you. That's a um, that's a good closing reminder. Uh, it's a good it's it's a good example. So you know, uh, 
Thank you. So you're not tired of it yet? I'm not tired of it yet. That's okay, right. maybe I'll have one. I'll say it one more time in season two. You get for, for, for yeah. season one. I'm That's gonna it. leave it alone. All right, it's not gonna be used again for season one. It'll be counter referenced, but <laughs> it will not be. Yeah, right. It will not be given. That's uh, right. Well, thank you. And for um, the next three episodes, actually, we're going to talk about practical outworkings of this love in Christian work. So what does it mean uh, to do the work of a Christian, uh, both being a Christian and just being a Christian in the world, doing what we would call the work of ministry, that is specifically um, focused Christian work, and then beyond that, how we work together as Christians um, from different um, areas, different places of life, different church denominations. Um, what does it look like for us to work together? So that'll be our three-part uh, sort of next three episodes coming up focused on different as aspects of Christian work. And in the meantime, feel free to send us any feedback you have to allthingsincommonpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on social media like subscribe and all those good things wherever you're listening be it podcast or youtube um and hopefully uh you know we'll we'll keep growing and we'll keep going i like i like that all things in common podcasts keep growing and keep going or did i did i switch that around that's good that matter yeah yeah, I yeah. Either way. all right i'll snip that <laughs> that'll be our ad once we have a budget and money to <laughs> fill that budget, we're going to have that, that clip as our All Things in Common advertisement. <laughs> the Lord be with you, brother. With your spirit. God, we just thank you for the love with which you first loved us. Lord, we thank you for uh, how you loved us so much that you sent your son to hang, bleed, and die on a cross for us, for our sins and for the sins of the world. Lord, we ask that you would bless our hearts and our minds, Lord God. Lord, that uh, we would show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives by giving of ourselves to service in you, Lord. Lord, we ask that you would help us um, to live out this Christian journey, Lord, by your power, by your grace. We thank you. We praise you. God, we give you all the glory and all the honor, Lord. We ask it in the holy name of your only Son and our only Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And thank you all for joining us. And we look forward to our conversation next week. Good to see you, brother. Good to see you too. <laughs>